Konnichiwa! Welcome to In Our Community Podcast Season 2, where we talk about life, fitness, youth training, nutrition, and more. Recorded at Resurrection Movement Studio in Danville, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Coach Hitty, and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host, one and only, Coach Michelle. Real talk about bikini bodies. When you hear the words bikini bodies, many of us get a little bit anxious. On this week's episode, Coach Michelle and I had an honest dialogue about what comes to our minds when we think of this work. Well, we have to be honest here. We started the podcast with the intention of having a conversation about eating for health versus eating from fear. But we got sidetracked and dove hard into the topic of bikini bodies and the thoughts and ideas that stemmed from those triggering words. Thank you for listening as always. Please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Let's get this started. Potato chips. Ice cream. Popcorn. Pizza. Olives. Olives? Olives. I love olives. Huh. Salad. Chicken. (laughs) Shrimp. Corn on the cob. Sushi. Tacos. Anything Japanese I'd eat. Mm. Uh, Hard-boiled eggs. Mm, Eggplant parm sandwich, especially from OIP. Yeah. You've never had mine, though. I haven't. I'd love to try it. <laughs> uh, took me off track here. I don't know. Pancakes. Uh, guac. Did I already say popcorn? You started with popcorn, I think. <laughs> I think I started with potato I think chips. that's pretty good, though. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> so if you're wondering what we're doing, we're just listing some of our favorite foods. Because, you know, who doesn't love food, right? Speaking of ice cream. Right before the show started, Coach Michelle was driving, and I was like, "Hey, can you stop by at Hunter's and grab me an uh, uh, uh what what is it? Birthday, birthday cake, cake ice cream. Yeah. It's my favorite ice cream, which uh, Noah has started to like them too. So before we start a podcast at the studio in a fitness center, I had an ice cream, <laughs> and I don't feel a little bit guilty about it at all. Totally enjoyed it. I don't know why I was craving it today." Um, so the reason why we started listing this is today we want to talk about eating for health versus eating because of fear, or should we say not eating because of fear? Cause I think that's a little bit more accurate, right? Oftentimes when we think of diet, we think of eliminating things, mm-hmm. right? Eliminating our favorite foods or like altering recipes, you know, and, and I'm Japanese, right? So I love rice. Like, eliminating rice from my diet seems a little bit um, (laughs) ironic to me, so which I would never do. Like, you know, one of the things, I understand the health trends, quote, unquote, right? Like, and I know everybody's trying to make things taste taste good and make it a little healthier. One thing I cannot stand is cauliflower rice. That's not rice. (laughs) That's cauliflower. There's no way that that's, like, I've tried it before. It's not. It's not the same texture. It doesn't taste the same. Your fart smells. Oh, like it's, <laughs> it's all the negatives that I can think about when it comes to cauliflower rice. Have you had cauliflower wings though? I that doesn't sound good at all. I think that's the only way I can eat cauliflower. I don't like cauliflower in any form except wings. Ethan has made that for me. What is? What does that mean? Uh, is it wings or is it cauliflower? It's cauliflower with like wing sauce. So it's like a call. Cauliflower- so it's not even chicken. No, f- because he's a vegetarian. So oh, that's right. So he has made wings for the family, like actual chicken wings. And then he'll make these cauliflower wings and they're good. That's I'm telling you, that's the only way I like cauliflower. So you oh, should but try ca- it sometime. But cauliflower doesn't have skin. Right. 
but but the 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 best part of the wing is skin. <laughs> okay. Don't you think? I don't really eat wings a whole lot. I well, I don't anymore. But when I used to eat wings, I I only ate it because of the crispy skin. If it's crispy, sometimes the skin isn't, and then yeah, but that's not that's like gross wings. Yeah. That's yeah. like not wings. <laughs> <laughs> So we're not getting off the topic today. <laughs> okay, anyhow, <laughs> no. as you can see, we love food and we love to talk about food. And thought of eliminating something from my diet is never a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may like cut back on something if I was like particularly getting ready for something or like, so, you know, like for me at this age in my life, what am I, what do I really need to get ready for? You know what I mean? Like the things that I in in a year when I look at it, the things that I get ready for, like I don't care what I look like in a bathing suit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and here's how my mind works. Like nobody at the beach is really looking at me. <laughs> and if somebody was, I wouldn't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a, I'm there at the beach to relax. I'm not going to worry about what people think about me. I'm just going to focus on playing with Noah or like getting some tan on or swimming in the ocean or what I'm going to have for dinner. <laughs> that, that I know to be true about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like that's when I say getting ready, I'm more thinking in terms of performance ready. So I still play an ultimate Frisbee tournament like twice a year. So if I'm getting ready for that, I may tweak my diet a little bit. If I'm getting for a race or competition, some kind of physical that requires physical readiness, then I may tweak my diet. But aside from that, I just make, you know, smart choices. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And just check in with my body and make sure that like my veggie intakes are good. I am consuming enough protein. I'm drinking enough water. But also leave some room for things that I really enjoy, like ice cream, mm-hmm. especially in the summertime. I can't imagine a summertime without ice cream. <laughs> mm. Right? Ice cream probably isn't on the top of my list, but. Yeah. <laughs> How do you approach it, Dubes? Well, same way. So, you know, there's a lot of things that I love. So I just try to make sure that, especially now, I'm trying um over the last year, I think I probably went too much into comfort foods. So now I'm trying to reel it back in. That's not easy. And I think, you know, as we probably have a lot of female listeners who, when you said about, you know, I don't care what I look like on the beach, probably all of them went, <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did a little bit too, right? Because I think especially as women, we're programmed like that we're supposed to look a certain way when we're out there and and be hard on ourselves if we don't but can, if you actually- can we dissect this a little bit so like i want to i want to kind of take a moment to understand that perspective and also to give like the flip side of the coin okay can we do that sure um so like like bikini ready or whatever uh-huh. um but like why why is that a thing can you explain that to me Mm, I think it's got to be like, you know, marketing and and models. And I think we're just raised that way that this is how you're supposed to look in a bikini. And we're fed that from when we're young, you know, get your bikini body. You need to start it in January, uh, you know, all of the. 
but so on the flip side, like when you go to the beach, do you look around and judge people? Uh, no, I, but I do notice that everybody doesn't have a bikini bod <laughs> that we're fed. Um, I do, you know, but no, I no, I'm I definitely am the kind of person who I I, I see somebody for who they are, uh-huh. not what they look like. But is that like something that people do is they go to the beach and look around and see what other people look like? Um, Cause to me, that's not even a thought in my head. So, if you want me to answer you honestly, I yes. think many women do. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Um, I think they either they primarily are comparing themselves to them. Either they look better or worse than you know but somebody that walks by. So what's the re- so? And I, I, I'm this is interesting to me because this is the part that I never really understood. So you're giving me an insight onto something that, like. It's not a reality in my head, but it is to some ladies sure. that's listening to the show or some ladies that I come into contact with. So Right. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, beach time is an anxiety-filled time for many, many women. I can't speak for men because I'm not one. Um, but, yeah, I think no matter what you look like, no matter what size you are, uh, you know, even if you're, you're um, you know, close to what people see in magazines i think women just tend to pick themselves apart maybe they don't Hmm. like their thighs maybe they don't like their arms maybe they've changed a little bit over the last few years and you know things are looking different but is there like a specific look that like they they like you guys all want to (laughs) have and if but so I'm trying to understand like what the standard is. Is yeah, it like probably so think like, you know, sports illustrated illustrated swimsuit edition. <laughs> I think that's what all of us feel like we're supposed to look like. I I don't even know what that looks like anymore, to be honest with you. I haven't <laughs> even picked up a sports illustrated illustrated in like so long that I don't remember. Um It's a it's a I guess what I'm saying is it's a pretty unattainable look. look. Yes. So that's that's really photoshopped also. You know, I think their flaws are taken out. Right. And I'm saying flaws as Mm -hmm. if they are, you know. But what value like and and I'm I'm genuinely asking these questions because I don't know. Mm -hmm. What value do people get by aiming to become that body or achieving that God body? Um, by carrying that body to the beach because like when i think of beach it's vacation right Mm -hmm. vacation equals relaxation and a lot of alcohol and food (laughs) right right so even if you went the first day with that body most likely with all that salt and sugar and extra (laughs) alcohol like your body's gonna look bloated so like in day two you look in the mirror and you're not the same way as the day you arrived then is that like a little bit damaging or like how does this all work? Or, you know, even if you are that body, yeah, you Mm. walk out there and then somebody you think looks better or Mm. has a different, you know, a nicer suit or, you know, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, I think causes a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. So how uh, unnecessarily, so how can we stop this mindset and what can we do to like eliminate this or is this something that like it's an it's a, it's a battle that we can't win so i think i think right now there is a really big movement for you know love yourself where you're at love mm. who you are love your body 
and everything that it can do. So I think that's really, really good, especially for young women. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do see that, but if you're asking me my opinion, I think it's something that's always going to be there. Mm. It's sort of ever present. Um, we're, we're just fed this, this thought. So when you plan a beach vacation, mm-hmm. do most women set this goal of like, I'm going to lose this way? Is that a typical thing? I, I would think most people think that. Sure. Mm. Yeah. That's very interesting. Because you know what I think about when I think about beach? And the only thing that like I think about is if I'm going to buy a new bathing suit, I'm going to cut the mesh out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to know that because my parents <laughs> do that too. I thought yeah. they were the only ones. Oh my gosh, it's that's that's like a thing. Like <laughs> you got to cut the mesh out, and I don't know if they do this, but I wear my underwear underneath uh-huh. my bathing suit. Uh-huh. Yeah, like that's way more comfortable because it's more like shorts. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> I think the guy version of this is I think at certain age guys just realize like oh I probably put probably should put a shirt on you know and i you know like i i don't care because i really don't care what i look like on the beach anymore because it gets hot and mm-hmm. i mean i like to I, I like to get my my skin to be a little crispy anyways mm-hmm. it's like i don't want that awkward tan like beach is a time that i can get rid of that tan line and so it's it's really really interesting to me to find all these details um but i think we just kind of jumped topics here as far as beach body goes but um you know like i i wish if there was uh something we could do to eliminate that thought from even happening because i think it's it could it sounds like it could be really toxic thought process it it really is Hmm. it really really is uh i i think we're doing it though i think what we do here Mm. with i mean we have so many females here and we're just empowering them and and just showing them I didn't have anything like what we have here. And I say all the time, like, I wish in middle school I had a gym that I could go to where people were training me to do things really well. And and even if I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't play sports. And even if I didn't play a sport, I would have loved to weight train. I, it's like Amelia, you know? I mean, she plays tennis and dances, um, and I danced also. But I, I, the gym would have been my sport mm. growing up. So I, it just wasn't available. This idea of beach body, right? Mm-hmm. And, and 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 what I'm about to say, like I don't mean in any like crude way or any any you know in nasty way, but basically this idea of the beach body that you want to carry is something that like people have set in their minds, mm-hmm. but really it affects nobody else. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even maybe like other. I don't. Is it, is it typical for other women to judge others like that? Like in that setting, oh, even right. if they don't know each other. Yes. But that's a fleeing thought, right? That that usually doesn't even come out of their mouth. Like it doesn't affect that individual unless somebody mean decides to be like, oh, look at you looking like a whale on the beach. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> but who's going to do that? Right. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't imagine somebody be like, oh, look at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's yes. just mean. Yes. And I, I think there's no purpose. Right. And those people are the most insecure themselves. Yes. So I think just by raising, and, and you know, anybody, not just females, raising people's confidence, mm. letting them love their body for what it can do. And, you know, just wherever you're at. That's what we need to do across the board. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's um it's very interesting. I think this this is a pure example of like how guy's mind works versus how female mind works. Mm-hmm. Um guys are, you know, I don't want to be stereotypical, but guys can be really simple minded, right? <laughs> and that's basically what it is is like, oh, beach, vacation. I don't care what I look like, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think so now I'm going to I'm going to turn it and ask you this right, also, yeah okay i'm I ready think, okay. so no i think i've heard from so many men uh-huh. you know i mean of course they don't want their girlfriend their their daughters you know significant uh-huh. others anybody to be unhealthy of uh-huh. course you don't want that for anybody but on the flip side of that when you're thinking about going to the beach i mean you're not judging Corey or Alex, you just want to go to the beach with them and have a nice time. Right, right? exactly. You love I, them for who they are. I don't, yeah. And it's not, I don't care because that's not right. I, you know, it, the, the way they look doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's uh, love is love. Mm-hmm. And it's, it has nothing to do with the person's size mm-hmm. or and the way they look. Like it's, that's, there's, if the person's judging their significant other or partner based on the way they look alone, um, in a committed relationship, that's very superficial. Right. That sounds like a middle school kind of thing, um, not like an adult relationship. Yeah, but I think a lot of women really think that they have to <clears throat> maintain that unattainable <laughs> look and and spend the majority of their life trying to achieve this because they think that men or, mm. or their, their significant other will like them more or that they might not like them if they don't keep that up i think you know if i was to add on to that i would say that like it would have absolutely nothing to do with the way they look um but if anything it would be the health factor that would be the concern Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so if you notice that like your significant other have you know significantly weight gained the weight in a year right and she starts to or she or he starts to have these health issues right. that's related to the weight gain. Right. Then that may become a concern. Right. But not necessarily because of the weight they gain. Right. But because of the health factors that right. came along with it. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I want to make sure that, like, I'm very clear on that um, because I think those two are two separate issues that's really closely related. Mm hmm. Um, and that's, you know, that's that's important to note because I know the topic of the weight is a very sensitive topic and you must approach it with caution mm-hmm. to ensure that the message that we're delivering is clear right. and there is no muddy line where people feel like they're being attacked for the way they look because nobody should really feel the the. I don't know, the negativity towards the number on the scale. Because mm-hmm. that's not right. That's something that we fight against. Right. But there are health risks and, and, and stuff like that associated when a significant weight gain happens in a short amount of time mm-hmm. um, due to especially unhel- un- unhealthy habits. Right. And those are the things that we can help address, unhealthy habits, and, and it usually what happens is when you correct those unhealthy habits, um, the pounds also start to drop. Mm-hmm. But I don't really care about the pounds that starts to drop. I care about healthier, forming healthier habits. Right. Like they're so like closely related and we have to really walk on a tight rope to ensure what we're saying is accurate mm-hmm. and intentional 
Um, because basically, when you look at the entire picture, right? So you see a person who gained, let's say, 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. You see a person after gaining 50 pounds lost 20 pounds. You could see that and call it like, wow, that person went through a transformation of a weight loss. Mm-hmm. But what you don't see is when that person gained 50 pounds, there are a lot of health risk factors that popped up. Yes. Because of that, this person made a conscious decision to make a lifestyle change, mm-hmm. change, make a healthy habit changes, not focusing on the numbers on the scale, but making healthy habit, habitual changes. And as a result, when he looked back and he took care of all the health factors that popped up, he also happened to lose 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. That's the whole picture. What we care about is that health risk factor part, not necessarily the number on the scale. It just came with it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's sometimes like it gets. So this is where like I hate it when the process of uh, lifestyle change gets stripped away and simplified because there's so much more to it than just the numbers on the scale. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so eating for health versus, um, you know, eating because of fear. Mm-hmm. I am all for substitution and changes in your diet if it's for your own health factors like Mm -hmm. to make a lifestyle change i am not for substituting because out of fear Mm -hmm. i fear carbs so i'm going to insert cauliflower pizza crust cauliflower rice cauliflower whatever right if your thing is you know what I decided that I'm going to try plant-based diet, plant-based diet, because that works really well for me. So I'm going to try cauliflower rice, cauliflower wings, you know, instead of chicken wings. Mm -hmm. I can support that. I think that's a way better mindset and mind, you know, the way of thinking. Because if you feel like you're not eating certain things out of fear of ruining your progress, then that's not a good mindset. And not sustainable. We always talk about what's yes. sustainable. Right. Because, like, if you like something, enjoy it. That's what it was meant f- meant, meant for. Like, we need food to sustain. You know what I mean? Like, it's called sustenance. Like, you need food in our lives. So, to limit yourself from enjoying something that you love and forcing yourself out of fear to substitute it with something else that tastes like it, which... It never does anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Let's be real. <laughs> Even like frozen yogurt, ver- yogurt versus ice cream. I have nothing against frozen yogurt. But frozen yogurt doesn't taste like ice cream. Right. Right? And uh, so whenever these like crazy substitution comes, it's like, man, like I, it's number one, it's marketing. Number two, it's like, eh, really, that's not the original thing. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to tell. So... Make sure that the uh, the dietary substitutions that you're making comes from a place of this will help me achieve my healthier lifestyle instead of I am substituting this because I fear this will happen or because I fear insert macronutrients. Right. You know what I mean? I fear carbs. I fear fat. All like I fear alcohol. So I'm going to drink. You know, one thing I never understood is like alcohol less beer. What's what's the point? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you mean? I agree. 
when I see I'm like alcohol free beer. I'm like, why? <laughs> kind of to me, it's like decaf coffee. Why? Yes, decaf coffee is another thing. It's like, why? <laughs> I know, like, we sound like a caffeine addict and an alcohol addict, but (laughs) at the cost of that, I do wonder the same thing. I'm like, who drinks decaf coffee, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. We don't understand (laughs) you. We don't understand at all. (laughs) Write us. Yeah, let us know. Let us know why you choose to drink alcohol-free beers and caffeine-free coffee. What are you going for? <laughs> we love you though. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's important to know. We love you no matter what. Well, it's a little bit of a shorter podcast today, but Coach Doofs has a class to teach. So we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, everyone.